You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor turned Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. Hey, here we are. Well, uh, some familiar cohorts are back in the house. Fellow miscreants, Kareth Wordy and Andy Rickles are back again to wax poetic about something all three of us are undeniably qualified to discuss, being middle-aged. Okay, that might sound depressing at first, but actually we are gathered here today to discuss why being in your 40s is actually awesome. Not all of it, there are drawbacks to any age, but, um, and I'm only speaking for myself at this point, I was surprised at the level of serenity that my 40s have offered so far. And we're not here to rip youngsters in your 20s. You don't listen to the show anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, go play your video, video games, go fly a drone, whatever it is you do. Um, but just to uh, discuss um, that, you know, Hey, turning 40 wasn't, wasn't as bad as we thought. So welcome, uh, Kareth and Andy. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, let me speak in your good ear. Welcome, Kareth and Andy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't I hear you. I know, I know. <laughs> well, to get, us, to get us started, I, uh, I made a list. Um, and it's actually too lengthy. We won't get to the whole thing. But I'll mention uh, a few and get your responses and anecdotes of your own experiences in life. And here's what's funny. I, I did a test run with my wife, and she disagreed with nearly half of the ones I came up with. Uh, and so feel free to, to do the same. Uh, or, you know, if you maybe hopefully you got some uh, thoughts that I haven't considered yet. But right out of the gate, she disagreed with my first one. And in so doing, brought to my attention a possible caveat to this whole topic. And this is where you come in, Kara. Um, namely, that the experiences of being in your 40s might be different for women than it is for men. Duh, right? I mean, <laughs> I, uh, as a man, I sometimes have to be told the obvious. Um, so here's my first one. Um, it's this. You've settled on your wardrobe by the time you're in your 40s. Now, Haruka disagreed. Uh, immediately and wants to know what Kareth has to say about this. Um, when I said this to Haruka, my wife, she said, oh, zen zen chikai. Zen zen chikai must, which means uh, I totally disagree. And she, mm -hmm. po she pointed out that women are more likely to be more self-conscious of their bodies at that age, and it makes them more in tune with what they're wearing or how revealing it might be, etc. I was referring more to style when I came up with that one. You know, I've pretty much decided that the suburban lumberjack look is good for me and will likely ride this fashion wave until the end of my days. Yeah. He was more referring to, yeah, Andy, I think you, you went to the same, well, same fashion school I did. My, yeah, I, I, I officially refer to mine as slutty dad. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I choose clothes mostly for utility at this point. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I'm wearing a beanie and a flannel for God's sake. Though I, I, am, I did just buy my, I never had a pair of these as a kid. I just bought my first pair of Air Jordans and I'm so fucking happy with them. Uh, and so sometimes I do like have like a vanity buy because I want to pretend that I'm, you know, I could still hit a jumper or 
you know, not die. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, uh, my husband would, uh, oh, God, Air Jordans. Oh, no, Larry Bird's Adidas <laughs> on the way. Like, he would not. He would not handle it. I didn't um, even know there was no, a Larry totally Bird. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, he had those um, high top black Adidas. Um, yeah, it's this also old a school. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, she's totally right. Um, yes, your body changes, things shift, uh, things change. Um, you know what? Most of the time it's uh, pajama pants or something comfortable or something I can uh, work in or do stuff in. But then, you know, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. So it's, I want to look attractive. And the yeah. fact is, is I'll go places like granted. <laughs> with the truly and the vaping um at target <laughs> i'm not basic at all um but you know i go and there's like uh uh pioneer dresses and like mom jeans and i'm like oh my god no because uh, girls are trying uh, i hate to say this i hate to generalize but they want the mom pooch without earning the mom pooch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, you're young. That still looks good on you. Wait until you have, like, have had, like, three kids and have to go get the mom jean look. But, no, she's totally right. Like, you want to keep up in style. You want to feel stylish and feel attractive for yourself and for your mate or whoever. Um, the thing is, like, usually, men – Men's bodies change too. I I just I, yeah, I don't want to say I'm more accepting. Wearing, it, dude, my like, husband has been wearing cargo shorts and freaking like plaid shirts from the '90s since I met him, and it doesn't change. It's always like the same, uh, like cargo things. And you know, I mean, he could he even plays basketball in cargo shorts. Like he holds sandwiches there. <laughs> It's, um, you know, it's y'all have your thing. You get your thing, you get your niche and you get accepted for it and you're comfortable. And women, we have to feel good about ourselves because we get that's tired not, and overworked. Yeah. That's not absent for men. Like, I mean, yeah, if, no. if I'm wearing something that I, you know, is comfortable and I feel like I look mm -hmm. good in it, I mean, I'm happier. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, it's just the palette that I use is not, hasn't, hasn't drastically changed. I mean, I still, yeah. you know, in high school, no, I, like, I, I might've seen the blue the same and the t -shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I might've seen the same outfit on you 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, well, and it's yeah. funny, my daughter like steals my flannel shirts. Like <laughs> now she wears them with a, a crop top and like, you know, I, I, if I do that, you know, I'm like, my, you can't come into this red lobster, sir. Not like that. My, my wardrobe it would look awesome. Awesome. Barely evolved. I open my closet door and I'm like, you know, it looks like I'm I'm dressing, you know, a group of people to go to a Pearl Jam concert. Like it's just a <laughs> bunch of variety of uh, flannel shirts. <laughs> yeah. And that that's that's typical. I mean, it, it's uh, if I get a good dress shirt and like jeans out of the other half i'm good with it i'm like you know what you're you have a dressier button down typical dad shirt i'm cool with it like cheers that's our anniversary look and i'm like you know makeup and 
all this. And I mean, we women change it up, men. It's what it is. Yeah. When I, That's when why. my body, when my body changes, I'm like, Oh, look at that. There's a, there's a new role under my second. Gut <laughs> oh, oh hey, no, I do that hey, too. Bud, hey, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got another chin. I got another chin right. now. Oh, <laughs> That's why I haven't shaved my beard in a decade or more. It's just, this, this, there's just stuff going on under here. I notice a lot of oh, 40s oh. people, guys, like are, are sporting the beards a lot more because we're yeah. just covering up. Like, I oh, just that is beard. so, I'm jealous of that. That is just, um, yeah, that is not fair. Like, it's, it's pretty dope to be able to grow a beard. Like, it's, I got mine. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm like, well, this, ah, that's not fair. This <laughs> it's is like good, the male makeup. <laughs> this is a good segue then to the second thing that I came up with. I came up with 22. Like I said, we're not even going to get close, but uh, here's the second one. I said, uh, in your 40s, uh, and this one is a little deeper, but it relates to what we were just talking about. There is a greater sense of self-assuredness, close to self-confidence, but I, I, perhaps a nuanced difference. I know who I am a lot more. I'm comfortable with it. I have a lot less fucks to give when it comes to the opinions of others. Uh, but I'm not an arrogant asshole about it. I, I still care um, out of a sense of concern for others. But in essence, you stop trying to be someone else. Yes, Agreement? actually. That, <laughs> that is uh, perfect. I was actually um, – there's a quote by William S. Burroughs that I love. Um, and I'm not going to do it verbatim because I won't do it justice because uh, I have no memory retention at this age. To paraphrase. Basically, yes, paraphrasing. It's basically, um, I'm not one of those people. I assume people talk about me. You know, um, if people talk about me, I assume they do. Um, and it doesn't bother me. I'm not a worthless shit that wants to placate everyone. I will give, I'll give my attention and fucks to certain people right. and not try to do this blanket. I don't need to like, I don't need to be liked by everyone. Yeah, there's <laughs> I'm another, happy on that, William. There's another quote that it's often attributed to Anthony Hopkins, though I couldn't ever find, I, I've researched it before and I couldn't definitively find where he specifically said it. But if you look it up online, it, it'll go to him a lot. And it's, uh, um, that it's none of my business what someone else thinks about me. Mm. And, you know, I thought, well, that's true. You know, I mean, I have thoughts about people um, and probably most of them are inaccurate anyway. You know, like I don't, I, I just, when I really digested that thought, I, uh, that quote, I, I, I gave less of a shit about what people thought about me anymore. Yeah. I, and I would, I was thinking about all this this morning. Um, you know, about the topic that we were going to talk about. And one of the things that I thought about was that I finally feel like it's, I know who I am a little bit. Hmm. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to truly know yourself really any earlier than middle age. Uh, Richard Rohr is a spiritual teacher. He talks about the first half of life and the second half of life. He doesn't mean that by years. It's more, you know, the first half of life, you're sort of building your worldview and, you know, kind of how you see the world. So everything's a little more black and white and, you know, has to fit together. Um, and the second half of life, you know, you can kind of take a more non-dual approach. Uh, 
you know, embrace the mystery. That's not to say that I haven't changed. I mean, I'm a vastly different person. I feel like at 45 than I was at 40, but it feels like I'm just becoming a sort of, I'm, I'm easing into who I am. It's not like I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I have to build a front, you know, mm. to say, this is who mm -hmm. I want to be. It's like, no, nope, this is just who I am. And if you can rock with that, cool. If not, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Sort, I, I sort of feel like you have to do it. You have to go through that to get here. Like oh, what, sure. that's what you're saying is because I mean, sure. At, in my twenties, I was, I don't want to say putting on a facade, but just, you know, I was more conscious of, well, how am I being perceived or something like that? And so, you know, well, I mean, I, you could I, not to have a, a complete therapy session here, but I probably went to become a lawyer because I thought that was the thing I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And not what mm -hmm. I really wanted to do, but because well, and, I wanted to make mom proud and I wanted to pick up women, you know, so being a lawyer, that was, the, you know, I, I don't know, there was, I uh, probably had to edit that one out, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I but thought, it was a way, it was like being a rock star, making that like uh, thing and getting women. It's that thing that men kind of get trained to do, like yeah. make well, money, be a rock star, be whatever and get laid. <laughs> I, think, well, I mean, I had a relationship throughout law school that I, I actually thought was going to uh, develop into marriage. So I wasn't, it wasn't like I was going to law school just to pick up chicks, but oh, I, I, I probably was persuaded by this notion of like, hey, you want your sons and daughters to be doctors and lawyers. And so I didn't want to be a doctor because I don't like blood stuff. I don't like guts. And so I thought, well, okay, I guess I'm, I'm a lawyer it is, you know, but, yeah. I, but I hated it. I feel like in, in your 20s and probably in your 30s, too, at least for me, it, it felt like I, looking back, it feels like I was chasing somebody else's That's definition of, of, of a successful yeah. life. That's now, it. like I know myself well enough that I get to decide, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be unless something drastic happens or super lucky. I'm not ever going to be super wealthy um, or, or famous. But I've got three great kids um, and I've got other people that I have, you know, awesome relationships with uh, that I've been able to mean something to them. They've been able to mean something to me. Like I get to decide that that's my idea of success. Like well, that's you, what. It, yeah. You yes. Nailed, thank yeah. you. And you, you nailed one that I, I had. I, I didn't prioritize these. It's not like. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I could have started with this one that I've got lower in the list, but uh, you just basically identified it. And that's, you realize that experiences are more valuable than things. Oh, mm -hmm. you know, I'd mm -hmm. rather have, mm -hmm. I'd rather have the relationship I have with my wife than I would to have a, a G5 uh, private jet or whatever, you know, yeah. connections that you make with people are more important than the stuff you buy or accumulate mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Here yeah. is, Go ahead, Andy. I was going to say one sort of magic thing, at least for me, about being in my 40s is like physically, I still feel good enough that if I decide that I want to try something new or experience something sort of, you know, that I, out of my comfort zone a little bit, like I can still physically accomplish that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also wise enough not to just, you know, chase daredevil shit just to do it. Um, yeah. Ooh. 
You you hit on another one I had uh, I had put on my list. I've not That's seen perfect. this list. I promise. And that I was like, man, did he do the same research I did? Um, you can still in your forties, you can still try pretty much anything you want. Like if you want to go yeah. sky skydiving, but you're old enough to do it wisely and like mm-hmm. not. Wait, I started not, running at like thirty nine, and I've run half marathons, and I mean that's not that long if you're a big runner, but most forty five year olds. Yeah, most dude, them. that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. But it, it's something that I enjoy doing, and you know, it, mm. it, it. I'm, I'm proud of the yeah. fact that I train because you know it, it's long enough that I have to train. Like those experiences are fun. I mean, the, the first mm. time I crossed the finish line after a half marathon, like I cried like a little bitch. I love it. That's and, awesome. Like I'm, I'm sort of fascinated by like ultra endurance athletes, like these people that run the entire Appalachian Trail or whatever. Mm. All the ones that set like fastest known times are in their 40s. That's like crazy. it's not young people doing this. It's 40s because you know they've still got enough physical ability but they've also lived enough to where they can suffer for a long time because that's what it takes. <laughs> mm-hmm. to be I want to know little, if they have kids little, though. Cause I know a lot of people our age that don't have kids and have yeah. not been married. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. You're not exhausted all yeah. the fucking time. I'm 45. We got started early. I was married young. We had my daughter yep. was born when, when I was 22. So like, mm got a 23 year old a 20 year old and a 16 year old by the time I'm i have 50, a, i mean they're gonna be out of the house oh i have a 22 year old a six-year-old and a three-year-old <laughs> so i had one early and then started over like some weird crazy yeah yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was conscious. <laughs> I was conscious that this might make a difference. Cause I, you know, I don't have any children and yeah. I got, yeah. I got married late later in life compared to the average person. Yeah. And you know, maybe that's the, uh, the source of my contentment in my forties. I yeah. don't know. Well, I mean, I my, know. I, my sister, yeah. Mark, you know, Mary, she's 43 and she's mm-hmm. got a, a three-year-old. Um, yeah. Uh, three or four. I can't always remember. Sorry, Jackson. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> just in case. Mary. Yeah, she um, seems pretty happy, but Mary's always been a happy soul. Well, moving along, something else I, I came up with is that whiskey tastes good now. And even if you don't drink whiskey, I mean, it could be asparagus or something, but, uh, um, but there is acquired taste is an actual thing. That's better about being in your forties. What are some things that you, when you were younger, you thought you'd never like, but you actually do literally enjoy now. This this will come with a caveat, but uh, country music. Uh, now, I, what 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 I don't mean by that is what what. Is, give me a minute. What I do not mean by that is I'm losing. Is turning on the radio and whatever bro country, you know, slightly racist horseshit comes out of the radio. None of that. Uh, but like, there's this whole sort of underground kind of, you know, James McMurtry. I mean, Lyle Lovett would be in that old Wilco. Mm. I mean, mm. there's Wilco's so beautiful. I was listening to Wilco when I was Wilco, waiting on you. I've got a Wilco beanie on. I, that's my favorite. Like, I feel like you have to be uh, in your 40s to appreciate Wilco in some ways. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm from Austin. So, yes, I am. Well, oh, oh. But also, um, you, know, oh. Mark, you mentioned oh. whiskey. Uh, whiskey. 
Yeah, yeah. well, I'm, for and Stronger. you know that and, and good bourbon. Yeah, and even like beer. Like I can remember, I remember the first time I had a beer, and it was one of the stories that you know, usually the story goes along with like cigarettes, like you're, you're caught smoking a cigarette when you're 12 and your dad makes you smoke the whole pack yeah. or something. This was, uh, it was similar and less severe, but I was like 12 down in Florida with, uh, uh, my biological dad and, um, stepmom and family. And, uh, and they were all drinking beer and I was 12 and I, you know, I was like, Oh man, I'm going, I kept making jokes about, well, I'm going to get me a Budweiser or whatever. And so my dad finally like, okay, you can have one, but you got to drink the whole thing. And so he pops open a, and it this was just an old classic Budweiser. It wasn't a Bud Light, it was just a yep. Budweiser and pops that open and, you know, sets it next to me on the counter. And I'm like, really? Okay. And then I start tasting it. I'm like, what the hell are you drinking? What is this? He's like, enjoy it. That's your one you get today. You know, according to my memory, the first time I tried a beer was at your house, Mark. Like, <laughs> I distinctly remember like us awesome. sneaking something out of your fridge. <laughs> and of course, it tasted like piss, you know, to my 13 or 14 year old taste buds. But now, you know. Yeah. Uh, there we are. Here we are. Here we Here are. We are. Great buying beer. expensive beers and expensive whiskeys. And, well, this uh, is how crazy it is. I, Cause I, you know, I've cut back on alcohol consumption and uh, a lot. And so, but drinking is a big part of culture here in Japan. So like during new year's um, uh, my wife and I went and stayed with her parents cause new year's is like Christmas in America. It's a family thing and it's a, it's a big ordeal. And, uh, and you know, I, I told her, like, I, I don't really want to drink. So, they got me non-alcohol beer mm. and I was drinking it. Like, this actually tastes pretty good. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and what I hear they're doing better things with that. It's not just your, well, old the, school. the Japanese are cutting edge on like when they mm. want to yeah. do something like uh, when it comes to culinary stuff, food or beverage. So, you know, their beer is pretty, if you like a typical lager type beer, yeah. like Budweiser, they're Asahi, Sapporo. Uh, they're, they're all really good. Their whiskeys, their whiskeys win like international awards. Yeah. Yeah. Japan. I was going to say Japanese whiskey is very scotch like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so even their, their zero calorie or not zero calories, zero alcohol beer. I was like, yeah. but I just, I remember noticing like, I can't believe I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind the taste and acquired taste. I, I used to not believe in such a thing. Like you either like it or you yeah. don't, but there is a thing. I think that like, you know, talking about music, like I make an effort to not like, a lot, I feel like a lot of people our age get stuck only listening to like the music that they call, thought was cool in high school. And I, yep. you know, I'll still pull out an REM album or a Pearl Jam album or whatever. And, and remember like, how it made me feel the first time I heard it. Um, but I also like love finding a new band of, you know, 22 year olds playing punk rock music or a new underground. Yes! I, I don't yes! seek out brand new music. I agree. Like I make a list every year of like my top 20 favorite albums. Like I love doing okay. shit like that. I agree. Oh, I, I agree. I but with playlists. this, with this caveat, and, uh, and, and it's actually this caveat is kind of what I came up with another benefit of being in your forties. And that's that Harry Styles, notwithstanding, uh, contemporary pop culture is not important anymore. So I don't mind finding new music. 
I, uh, you know, I like the Strombellas, the Lumineers. These are groups that came on yeah. after, yeah. you know, I sort of feel like around the year 2000, I stopped listening to new music and I just, just kept replaying everything from the seventies, eighties and nineties. But, yeah. uh, but I did find, I do ha- have found that I, I, I will discover new artists, but the, I'm, I'm not going with the mainstream. I mean, I don't know who like current pop, or rap well i've never been i just don't i don't i don't think i've ever been a the current like i've never been a current uh top 100 person to begin with yeah you know i've always loved people kind of flying under the radar and doing their own thing that are singer songwriters and putting out good 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 shit that is um not just for mass consumerism um and that's where you'll find it on these little fringes. Yeah. And uh, wow, it's gorgeous though. You'll hear these yeah. these exciting. lyrics. Yes, and you'll hear these lyrics and music that's like reminiscent of like Leonard Cohen and and, and Bob Dylan or or um, uh, freaking Nirvana. Anybody? <laughs> like you just hear stuff, and it's like holy shit how are you singing this at 22 mm. right. and i'm well, feeling it in my soul it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, and, of and, course of you know, course I, I am aware of current pop culture and and current music only insofar as my children like bring it yeah, in. I wanted to I wanted to qualify my well, joke before about first not of all you know styles. <laughs> I get I get a little side eye about Harry Styles every fucking time I'm on this show <laughs> I love you buddy um that last record was a good record like if you're into like 60s pop like all yeah. he apparently he was just ingesting Elton John for hours a day because it's an Elton John record is all it is um um well what one thing I, I came up with that was specific to being 40s like the other things we've talked about until now um are you could attribute to just being older you know, more yeah. self-assuredness, uh, your wardrobe is said, et cetera. But there was one thing that I thought that was kind of even specific to being in your 40s, and that's that generation gaps aren't as big specifically in your 40s. You're in between whenever you get to your 40s, if you're a young person listening to this, or if you're old when you were in your 40s, you're in between two generations no matter what. And you can somewhat relate to young people still. And in fact, they often look up to you as relatable yet wiser and you can relate to older people because older people know that we know what it's like to use a payphone or write a check, you know, something that young people don't have any clue about. So being in your forties right now is like the generation gap is, is narrower or it's not as big, I guess it's, uh, you know, as it is between say millennials and baby boomers. That's a really good point, and I think it brings up what I consider to be one of the most important attributes that humans can try to develop is empathy. You, like you, you can kind of understand, you know, what the older generation, how they're looking at the world, even if you don't agree right. with how they're looking at the world and you think they're full of shit, like you understand where it's coming from and, and yes. the experiences that live there, but you also understand, you know, your, your kid, people, your kids age or whatever, or, or you know, they're, they're twenties or teens even like, it hadn't been that long. Like yep. you know, sometimes I, I still feel like that person. Of course I go look in the mirror and I realize that I'm just sort of a slowly decaying per- version of that person. Um, <laughs> but, 
I'm like a melting candle of uh, the yeah, person you, I used to you be. Were to take, <laughs> you were to take my father. My father just turned 73. And you were to take yeah. me. And then you were to take my son. It would look like the same person in various states of decay. <laughs> oh, completely. Completely. Funny enough, I've turned into my dad more than my mom. It's like, oh, crap, I've turned into my dad. I'm worried about how how the dishwasher is loaded properly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think that the guy can be a gift, though, like being able yeah, to kind of understand. I think that's a really good point you brought up. I, I, yeah, that might be the 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 big takeaway from this. I mean, we're, we'll do a little five minutes in here at the end. And I'll see if you guys have any other. Uh, but before we get there, just a couple of quick, lighthearted ones that I enjoy about being in my forties. One is no more clubbing. Thank goodness. Oh, <laughs> we know how to have fun when you're in your forties, and I mean, a young person might be listening to this and thinking something different, but. Uh, no, I mean, like, this is Friday night for you guys. Yeah. That's what you're mm-hmm. doing on Friday night. <laughs> this is a lot more fun. Than oh, the- yeah. After this, I'm going to go watch Ozark with my wife. Like, this is right? awesome. Like, this is living if, the dream. If I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, I might get to get, like, a corner outside on a porch and have a beer by myself and listen to podcasts <laughs> and music by That's myself. Awesome. That sounds yeah. terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, That's my jam. There you go. <laughs> Um, another one I came up with is, is your quality to quantity ratio improves like a hundred dollar jacket. You realize that like a hundred dollar jacket is going to last you three times longer than a $40 one. So you just yeah. go ahead and, you know, you decide which things are important to spend the money on to get you can, and we can afford to buy the good toilet paper now. Awesome. Mm, I still like the Scott. I still like the like thin ass Scott. It doesn't leave as many toilet paper balls. And honestly, like the expensive stuff with young kids at this point, they're going to ruin it anyway. That's just me. My perspective. Something's going to happen to it. Now, ask me five years from now, I'll be like, oh, hell yeah. I'm mm. spending that much money on. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think we, we can, <clears throat> you get a sense of like, you know, it, I'm not gaining anything by spending extra money on this product or whatever. But when it comes to this, I'm going to go ahead and spend a little bit extra, you know. The classic example for me is shoes. Like, I'm (gasps) going to spend fucking money on shoes, whether it's shoes I work in, shoes I run in, shoes I hike in, or just whatever. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. one thing. If you buy garbage shoes in your 40s, you're going to feel every bit of it. (laughs) Every bit of it. Am I I spending $80 on a pair of flip-flops? Hell yeah, I am. Because these are the best flip-flops in the world. Right. So, yes. There you go. There you go. That's another another takeaway. Well, I will, uh, those those can be your five minutes in contributions, but here's here's mine. Um, So in putting this together, I came up with a kind of um, encompassing theme. And that's that when you're in your 40s, why not becomes your motto. That is, if you're currently in your 40s and doubting, you know, starting the the new business or life, ask yourself, why not? I'm, I'm halfway done with this life thing. <laughs> Let's shake it up a little bit. Uh, I say embrace your midlife crisis. In fact, it's not a crisis at all. It's midlife enlightenment. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. midlife enlightenment. You're more self-assured. You know what you're wearing today. And, uh, you know, um, you, you realize quality over quantity and, uh, 
anyway, that's my two yen. Uh, that's my five mm-hmm. cents that embrace your midlife enlightenment. Mm, I like it. Love it. Any, any Love parting it. Word, words of wisdom, Andy and Kareth? Buy, buy good <laughs> no. flip flops. Buy good flip flops and <laughs> listen to more Harry Styles. <laughs> yes. 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 That's perfect. Yep. All right. Thanks, folks. I enjoyed it. All right. Thanks. See you.